This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my Pornspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. Hello, hello. I am Sylvia Sage. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy, Funny, Raw. I am here with my co-host, Dr. Eddie, giving us his public health perspective. Thank you, Dr. Eddie. And in studio this month, I have one of my very good friends, the um, uh, Brian Moses. There he is. You came on the screen so fast. Uh, the creator of Rose Battle uh, just recently sold, not recently, you sold to Comedy Central years ago, but still doing the Rose Battle uh, on a Hell weekly yeah. basis. So yeah, welcome, Brian Moses. Thank you. We have a league now. Yeah, it's, a it's league. Yeah, we're 12 cities globally. And uh, yeah, we battle once a month at Jam in the Van. It's, they live stream it and premiere it. So it'll be fun. I love it. I can't wait to see that, actually. I love Jam in the Van also. I do. Too. I had done comedy there. I didn't know you guys had uh, teamed up. So I yeah. also love being here for Black History Month. Yes! Anybody in the world, you could have had Mr. Marcus, Lexington Steele. <laughs> I could me. have, but I yeah. said, I want Brian Moses. Me too. And we're going to get into... Me too. Uh, Thank you, Doc. We're going to get into it today. And this is a um, rather sensitive subject, but one that I definitely think needs to be addressed. Okay. Um, and it is a racial concern, or not concern so much as an issue. <laughs> Again, here we go. I got to be really sensitive. Uh, so we today we are talking racialized sexual fantasies. Um, and not in the way that you might be expecting. I'm not talking about necessarily like, um, you know, um, racial play, racial play right. per se, but we are talking about the the base, getting really down to it. So, Doctor Eddie, what do you think that the actual reason um, for the fantasization of different races? Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's good news. That's for sure. I, I think there's a long history from colonialism and before uh, about the exotic other. The exotic mm. other being the, uh, the beautiful black skin or like exotic Latin skin. And all of those kinds of tropes uh, are based kind of uh, in on a racial history, mm -hmm. uh, based on our relationship with colonialism and our relationship with other people. Right. Uh, and also you have a media that tells us very specifically what is beautiful and what's supposed to be beautiful, which right. naturally creates a bunch of problems for our young kids, mm -hmm. every gender. Yeah. Uh, and so... If we don't look like everyone on TV, then there's something wrong with us, mm -hmm. right? But then on kind of a, a side note from that is some of us don't even realize that um, some of our preferences come from those areas, right? Yeah. So we'll be like, oh, I like Hispanic women as a white man or an African-American man or black man, right? And so uh, those things could be for very specific reasons, but typically they're, they're kind of founded on like a, a racist history. Which is interesting you say that because I feel like when a lot of people think about their sexual um, fantasies or their sexual desires, they're not necessarily going, well, I'm racist if I want to only have sex with white people. That's just my preference. Well, not necessarily because it's so ingrained in our history that you don't even realize what you're doing. So per se, myself, who uh, a white woman, it is a you know, a sexual fantasy. I'm a porn actress and I'm, I'm put up on this sexual pedestal, but I even know with black actresses 
businesses in my same field that have been working just as hard as I have. They are a they're a fetish. They're a uh, an other category. They're not necessarily even put in um, with um, performers of the, the. There's a performer of the year category, and then there is a black performer of the year. So they are put in their whole separate subcategory we even have urban awards for our black brothers and sisters in the porn industry as opposed to our avn or expos which is supposed to be all inclusive but it's not inclusive and i find it very interesting especially talking about the colonization of it of like the the black slaves um, and then those white men having a fear that these black men are going to come in with their over sexualization and take over their women and impregnate their women and they kind of gave them this um, like a scary uh, you know like these oh these big black men and these big black penises you know and just uh, raping our women um, it, it's funny because like didn't they do that it's almost like they were projecting yes. Uh, 110% of <laughs> Oh, they're going to do what we're going to do. Oh, we got to do it first. Yes. Well, that's, I mean, that is almost <laughs> everything. And sorry, a white man history. Um, I mean, but nobody's really, I mean, put so much emphasis on the black dick more than the white, white man. man. I mean, like they've made laws against it and movies for it. Yeah. I mean, like they've made money on it from, you know, you know, sexualized porn mm -hmm. to like laws to like, yeah, if you have sex with a black man, uh, you know, it's either a rape or we're going to hang you, that kind yeah. of a thing. So I, there is that. So I, I guess in, in essence, we have been sexually brainwashed to we can white men can only like white women. We can only, you know, we have to just hold them in such high regard and uh, everything else isn't other. Mm -hmm. But I guess on the flip side of that is these categories, these people do make money in these categories, right? I mean, like, I remember a few years ago, I remember an actress uh, who's, who's an adult was saying that she's like, I remember <clears throat> trans girls were kind of uh, coming out against like, hey, don't, you know, stick up for us without talking to us about it because yeah. you're taking away some of these buzzwords that we make money on. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, some things that you can't say today, but like things that they were making money on these buzzwords. And then, mm -hmm. you know white women and white men got rid of these categories at avian kind of a thing so mm -hmm. like when you talk about like oh there's urban awards it's because well they have to i mean like we recently went to some awards and like who won yeah it was all, all white, white people. people and then like the big thing was like oh kira noir won you know avian uh female performer of the year and mm -hmm. she had been the first black woman to ever do that yeah that's insane to have a yeah. black president in the united states where you have a black female performer mm -hmm. and then you guys want to recognize her then say that that's insanely disrespectful yeah. we understand the, the history of it and you don't want to disrespect kira and and what that means to her yeah but it's also like damn really we're in 2022 and we've never had that and, and avian's been around for like what 40 something years yeah yeah so, i mean it's just like i it, it's there's there's a gift and a curse to it right mm -hmm. because then like we start t talking about like oh we gotta get rid of these urban awards because we're, we're upsetting black people like are you talking to the black people about it right if you really be inclusive just have them win yeah I mean, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Make it like yeah. a part of just being with everyone else and not in a subset category. And honestly, like sex is a taboo thing and is a it's always been a taboo thing to humans, right? Like it's yeah. always like you got to take it away. So ultimately, if you're going to have these sexual thoughts, you may you may be sexually racist, but I mean, you can't actually condemn thought. And like if we're already brainwashed, we're already kind of here already. And these people are. I mean, if we're ultimately talking about it. You, you're taking away body shaming issues because you have BBW, you have yeah. pregnant porn, you have <laughs> tentacle porn, you have anti-porn. Like yeah. you have all these taboos that you can you can lock into just if you're sexually racist or you're weird or whatever is going to get you off sexually and you know that way you're not going to harm anybody. I mean, like 
you kind of have to applaud it a little bit, but you're right. You do have to have that other side to be like, hey, you can't really have that because then you are you are uh, subscribing to these cartoons or these caricatures of you know of these tropes. Yeah. And I understand it, but it's also like, uh, I mean, people are making some money on some of these markets we've created. Uh, but just because you're making money doesn't mean it's not violent to... You're and right. violent you're right. in a you're different right. way, right? right? I mean, so there that, are presents, there are private presents. I guess I can't make money on everything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, so what's more, well, I guess that's a different conversation, but right. what's more important, capitalism or, you know, correct health for all, love for all, like mm-hmm. a community of, of you know. Mm-hmm. No, no, that, right. So racial fantasies, of course, what we are discussing is definitely different from racial play, which is a subset, of course, in um, pornography where, um, you know, they are saying derogatory names, um, uh, maybe use an N-word towards a black person or, um, you know, a lot of small dick shaming towards like an Asian culture, basically just kind of um, reiterating stereotypes and diving back down those lines. But we do want to make sure that that is not necessarily the topic that we are getting into here and that we are definitely talking about the long-term play as to why we have the sexual preferences per se that we would um, talk about on like say a dating app the fact that um, being able to put like white only or no Asians or something like that on a dating profile is kind of mind-blowing that we don't necessarily um, immediately associate that with racism because it's meant to be a, a, a preference, right? Right. And well, and so it's almost a subconscious preference that some people have that don't think about. And I think the value uh, of having these conversations is that maybe some people can think about where they get some of those things. And is it really about the size of the what the whatever? Right. Or is it about uh, some stereotype that you have about a specific culture or person? Or is it strictly about ignorance? Because I will tell you right now, I grew up um, in, mid- in the Midwest. Um, I had one black kid in my entire high school. So I wasn't around any other races. I had one Mexican kid, one black kid, but that was it. So I didn't have the um, interactions with other cultures that I needed um, to become less of a racist asshole, you know? So honestly, though, because that's what I grew up in. I mean, I went to high school with kids who had fucking Confederate flags waving on their trucks. Like, that was what I was raised in, but I had to unlearn so much of that in my adult life and getting to travel and getting to meet different people. And it really opened my eyes up. So I think a lot of these preferences are because you just don't know anything different. When I came to Los Angeles, one of the first things I did was started fucking black guys and Indian dudes because they existed. Like, they just weren't in where I was from. So I got out to Los Angeles and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> they make them all shit. Yeah, let's try these. New flavors of dick. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I I know so many people from my hometown were like, oh, look at her now. You're like, look at her doing this. Like, yes, I am. And I'm so very proud to have expanded my fucking knowledge and my brain and my thought process, you know, and been been open to more things. So personally, I just think it's ignorance. But we're humans. We're supposed to survive and adapt. Yes, and and change and learn. Yeah. Sexual adaptivity is called. And at the bare minimum, why would you want to connect? Out some of like the most beautiful experiences yes. that you could have with another person. Yes, one hundred percent. And then you know you realize that not all black dicks are big, you know, and you just gotta <laughs> you gotta break it so down. Why you look at me just when you kidding. say that. Ah, ah. <laughs> Sorry, but Brian. it's also I mean I have we, no idea how d- big Brian's. We dick could is, we could say I mean there. there is that John Mayer thing where you're just like hey, there's that preference of just like you know you may be sexually brainwashed through tropes and, and media and things like that or. 
you got that, you know, your mother syndrome. It's just like, you better get a Jewish boy. Mm-hmm. You, better, you better only date a Latin boy. You and better you only date a black girl, you sure. know. And you don't want to disappoint. And that's what I'm saying, too. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, that is very true, Like, actually. you can't come out the closet, maybe, and, like, date an other mm-hmm. kind of a thing, right? Sure. Interesting. I do see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is, like, there, there's there's levels to it. There's sides to it. Yeah, again, just some unlearning to do, honestly. Yeah. Um, okay. By the way, yeah, I didn't yeah. say this on the air, but I, this is so funny to me because I just want to talk to you about it. It was yeah. like, uh, Dana told me that she was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's no black milfs. No, no, there aren't. <laughs> really? No, there really aren't. Yeah. Not a single that one. That blew of them. my mind. I was like, because we don't yeah. think about black moms, moms like that. You think yeah. black mom, you think discipline and like putting in your place. <laughs> yeah. You don't think interesting. Just, you don't think Jessica Jennifer Coolidge. Interesting. When I mean, you think black mom, right, right, right. Can we use that That's little clip? Will you? We, I mean, we could talk about it. Yeah, but it's like it's very. That was very funny to me. I learned that I was like, yeah, I don't think about. I don't think Halle Berry or like, I don't think like Mama want to bang. Yeah. I think like I better get to my room. Yeah, no, that's accurate. <laughs> but that's just because I know black women. Well, yeah, and yeah. black moms. But, but that's also how they're kind of portrayed too, right? Sure. sure. Like they're, they're oversexualized a little bit, but the, the black mom isn't oversexualized. Black right. mom is like, you should have. Why is your husband in jail? Kind of a thing. But also when, oh my god! But also when I think of a white mom, I think of like a big, heavy set church. There you mom. go. I don't that, necessarily again, think of right. Like, you don't rip her clothes off. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. I know a lot of milfs. I guess because. But then again, that's just. So so many, yeah, like the millennial black mom is like Michelle Obama or like yes. Cardi B. Like you want to rip their clothes off. Yeah. You can't put this on. I can't have Michelle oh. Obama watching this. She watches everything I do. <laughs> I would love to go to dinner with her. Yeah. She'd be on my list. I would go to dinner with Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'd sure. love to talk to her. <laughs> but that's just it. And that's just exactly what this this racial uh, episode is all about is that they have like sexualized somehow this this white woman category of Sexual like segregation. Uh, yeah, we bit, yeah. we have grown up into this okay, we're aged as mothers, but we're still sexualized even as like the sexy mom or the sexy stepmom, yeah. you know? Um, but you're right. Um, black women are definitely not Black woman, Latin woman, air woman, you know, every yeah. woman, you know, Asian woman, they, we can all, yeah. And they all are in porn, but there they're are all moms. No, yeah, but there's no mom. Yeah, there are no mom, mom, uh-uh. MILF, um, even Asian. I can't even think of an Asian no. MILF. That's so no, but I know, th- but there's yeah. an ageism with with the MILF right. category. I know that that white women hate, but then like there's that thing of like, yeah, but it's just you white girls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so crazy. I mean, I don't hate the. I hated it in the very beginning when they put me into it day one, and I was like, right. that felt rude. Um, <laughs> but now I'm fine. <laughs> fine, I've adjusted. <laughs> but that felt yeah. rude. <laughs> it felt real rude. It felt you stay real, here real and you can't do anything else. Yeah, yeah. they're like, you're gonna be the mom. I was like. Yeah. Oh, oh, whatever. It's fine. Someone I'm, called me daddy recently. It you didn't like it? It ended it for me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, you felt carded, like somebody carded you for the first time. <laughs> yeah. like, that's not happening. You could go now. <laughs> yeah. Have a nice day. Do you want me to get you a car? Put your coat on. Yeah. It's raining. Get an umbrella. Wow. Not, no, right. that's that's a father, not a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he we're gonna. His father. Yeah, he did. <laughs> we've gone the so. Padre. We've gone so Not far Bobby. off. Okay, yeah. uh, Mr. Brian Moses, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, yeah, just uh, check out Roast Battle League. Uh, we do it once a month. It's uh, on Jam in the Van TV on YouTube. We also have a YouTube uh, Roast Battle. Just check out anything Roast Battle, guys. Yes. Just Google it. You can find it. You can find me there too. Easy to find and a good find. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Dr. Eddie, for all of your uh, advice today as well. And um, until next time, guys. Adios.